This is Matthew Hester, Senior Pastor at Dominion Church. I want to thank you for joining us this week on the Dominion Church podcast experience. Our podcast aims to deliver truth from God's Word concerning His kingdom and your righteous identity as His beloved child. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, and do share it with a friend. We pray that you are blessed, challenged, and changed by what you're about to hear. Awesome. Welcome everybody on Facebook, on YouTube, all those other good channels that we have posts up. Thank you for everybody for coming today. Um, I'll just give you a small little thing. I had some things laid out. I was ready to rock and roll all week. I was pumped and primed and ready to go. And this morning, all of a sudden it went, uh-uh, that's going on the back burner. I got something else I want to do. And, uh, Okay, so, um, yeah, that was awesome to start out, uh, man, I'm just basking for a moment, so don't mind me if I come in and out, uh, okay, so, I want to talk a little bit about a freedom, but it's not freedom like what we're thinking about, I'm not talking about like, a national freedom. I'm not talking about you in that sense. I'm talking about your personal, you, uh, living your life freedom. Okay. Um, you know, you don't have to be incarcerated to be in prison, right? Uh, your biggest obstacle, your biggest enemy, your biggest hindrance is right here. And that's one of the freedoms that I want to talk about because, well, um, let me start. I'll just start with the scripture. So in John 3, we've got the story about Nicodemus starting at the first one. And I'm just going to read the story real quick and then I'm going to jump into a bunch of other things. So this is, oh wait, I hear some Bible shuffling. It's not normal when you have it on a... <laughs> I used to remember that sound. It's not there anymore. Um, okay, verse 1 says, Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God was not with him. Jesus replied, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they're born again. I made this statement down in Nicaragua. Just because you see the signs, the wonders, and the miracles doesn't mean you see the kingdom. It means you saw the manifestation of somebody that knows the kingdom. How can someone be born when they're old? Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's room. And Jesus answered, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they're born of water and spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. 
You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone that is born of the Spirit. How can this be? Nicodemus responds. You're Israel's teacher, said Jesus, and you do not understand these things. Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify of what we've seen, but still you people do not accept our testimony. I've spoken to you of earthly things and you do not believe. How will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up that everyone who believes may have eternal life. And the world's most famous scripture. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. So this is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. This last section is what I want to talk about, the light and the darkness. Okay? So, what was it, December, November, December when I came back, somewhere around there? November, December, when I was away, I was gone for, what, probably about a year and a half, year and a half, almost two years, um, not realizing until after everything was done that that word was actually, that was actually a word that was given to me, that I was going to take a break, separate myself, and just be with my family. And I didn't really know what to think of the word when I got it. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Well, it happened. And that was actually the beginning of COVID when that happened, uh, 2020. And when I came towards the end of it, I started to understand the purpose of why I had to go away. Um, we call it a wilderness experience or however you want to lay it out. But what it was, was a time for me to separate myself so that I could actually see myself so that the Lord could lead me in the situations that I didn't want to bring to the light to come to the light. Because there were some things that were in my life that I held in my closet. Um, I've shared through my testimony about um, having basically been abandoned as a child, about 11, 12 years old. Um, 
didn't have the family, the trauma that brought on. Um, I've shared some about uh, being a veteran, being over into war zones and dealing with some of that trauma that goes on when you're dealing with those types of situations. Um, and through the military experience, you get put into the, this is what happens, this is what we do. Suck it up, buttercup. This life, right? And in doing so, we don't deal with those emotional traumas that have happened, those things that, that have deposited into your brain, into your heart, that you have to tuck away and you don't deal with it. And by not dealing with it, all it does is fester until appropriated time where it comes out. The wilderness experience for me was a understanding of I suffer from PTSD. And, you know, that was kind of hard to come to terms with. It really was. Um, but what we don't see, and this is something I didn't see, was what could come out of me dealing with it. Okay? Um, one of the things that was shown to me was uh, if your wilderness is about your identity, then to me, temptation is about a revelation of what's in you. Okay? It's not something that some outside thing is trying to inflict upon you. But it's the rocks and the stones that are inside the soil of my heart that are hiding, that are in there. And I know they're in there. The problem is I'm doing really good at kicking dust back over them. I'm not trying to pick them up. I'm not trying to pick them out because that requires work. That requires heavy emotional work. That requires stuff that as men we don't deal with because that's not what guys do. And I realized that, you know, we really have a lot of broken people in the body. And going through this experience started to show me, I feel that our messages need to change. We're spending far too much time on what we think we want to do and not on identity issues, not dealing with our rocks and our soil. Jesus talked about parable of the soils, right? There's four different types of soils. Each one, one could be fruitful, the others weren't. At some point in time, that, that, that word was stolen away on those other soils. And, and, so it comes down to the condition of your heart. So you could receive a word and not really grab onto it and, and kind of go, yeah, and then not deal with that rock that's sitting right there that that word landed on. And that rock is meant for you to dig out. And notice in that wilderness experience, too, that Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to deal with some issues to come out with his identity to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. 
if we don't deal with our issues, then we can't be empowered by what was holding us in the first place. You can't be free because you'll forever be bound here and you'll be bound here. So the time, the time of going to Nicaragua for me was kind of really, it was purposeful, I'll put it that way. Coming back from an experience where God had me deal with one of a major issue that was in my heart because suffering from that trauma my defense mechanism was anger. My defense mechanism was, was like putting up the shield, pushing you away, becoming angry, becoming vocal, and actually at times attacking. But what he started to show me was the things that I would attack in people were the things that I needed because I saw in them what was hurting me. So you would attack that because... It's just a humanistic response. You attack the very thing that hurts you. So you come out to that saying, hurt people hurt people. Right? And most of the times, if you really take a look at it, you really attack the people that hurt like you. So it's time for us to be healed is, is what I was seeing. It's time for us to go through the process of bringing our skeletons into the light. The word saved in that, in that series of scripture uh, is the word sozo. And that actually, it's actually shown tremendously throughout the New Testament. When we look at the word saved or salvation, it's usually that word sozo. And that word sozo has to deal with being saved but it deals with being healed, being restored, being redeemed, being made whole. Like that's the total picture of sozo. So when that scripture says Jesus came into the world not to condemn the world, but to heal the world, to make it whole again, to bring it back to what it was and even better. Okay, holy, exactly. And, it, and, and it's to bring it back to, to God reigning on earth like he does in heaven. And so if we're to be the light bearers, that means we've got to clean our junk. Our mirrors are dirty, for lack of better words. It's time to get the Windex out. It's time to let the Lord come in and show us the depths of our heart where we're hindering him from being full in us because we're scared. Because we don't want to be embarrassed by people. We don't want to expose our garbage out here because of what will happen when that gets exposed out there. So we're fearful of it. But that doesn't bring faith. That brings unbelief. One of the images that, that had popped into my head when I was, I was dealing with this was in the garden, 
Adam was told, the day you eat of this knowledge, you will die. But physically, he didn't die. So what happened? So the image that I was shown was they covered themselves. They went from the light into the darkness. Exactly. It was all about selfishness. And Jesus, when he goes to the cross, he's in the garden and he's praying a prayer in the garden and it comes down to one simple thing. As soon as this was said, it was over. Not my will, but your will. How many of us would get to a moment in prayer when we know you're getting ready to go get beaten? You're getting ready to go get nailed. You're getting ready to go get stripped completely naked. You're getting ready to suffocate. You're getting ready to go be completely torn apart. Are you willing to do that? Because picking up your cross to follow him means my suffering of what I've had to deal with needs to be brought to the light because he brought all that to the light, was exposed completely naked and shown in his glory when he was lifted up. And that was the drawing factor to show everybody there darkness no longer has the stronghold because light is here. And I'm opening everything up. And new creation came when he was with his disciples and he breathed on them before he left and to go sit down and finish his work that he was set to do. And he breathed that life on us and said, now it's your go. I've done my job. You've been restored. You've been redeemed. You are made whole. Now go do your job. And my job for me was learning how to bring my baggage to the light. Since, since coming to the understanding of one of the things I struggle with is being the post-traumatic stress, <clears throat> I have been totally floored by the amount of people now I contact with that are dealing with post-traumatic stress. And not all of them are veterans. <clears throat> not all of them are men. There's a lot of them, believe it or not, that are kids, teenagers. I'm dealing with teenagers that have marks all over them, that mentally have gone through so much in the short time of life that they've been in. And if I would not have brought my garbage to the light, I wouldn't have been able to talk with them. I wouldn't have been able to, like, shine any light to them to let them know there's hope. That's the freedom that I want to talk about. Because if it's truly my will, then we're not going to get into anybody else. 
but if it's his will, it's about everybody else. It's not about me. My job is to clean my soil of all the rocks, is to clean my soil and break it up from it being treaded upon. It's about my heart opening up. One of the issues that I have, Megan and I are known that once the Lord starts moving, we get emotional. <laughs> and I shared with her on our last Friday night, I said, I know why I get emotional. He's, he's, he's literally showed me why I get emotional. And it's because for in that moment, um, I know what love is. And that's tough to deal with when you've been beaten with everything to get the love to go away. So you get deep in your emotion because you feel the emotion of the person and yourself. And the only wish you have at that moment is just push through me to touch them. Because you know what it's like. So you just open up and expose yourself to go. It's beautiful. And you got to get over the fact of crying in front of people. Because <laughs> it just happens. So, <clears throat> I guess my, my thought to leave you guys with today on this 4th of July freedom fighting weekend is what's in your closet? What are the things that you don't want to have come to the light? And it's not a bad thing because he's already redeemed it. He's already taken care of it. It's just a hindrance to you. And it can hurt other people that you come in contact with. Because you're afraid of judgment. You're afraid of being embarrassed. You're afraid of those things. And I really, really believe that we're coming into a time in the church where we're going to deal with some of this garbage because there's so much garbage that's in this world right now that people have had to really deal with. And we, we have to have an answer. Enough of the small religious answers because that's not helping anybody most of the time when you get into your religious stance it usually brings judgment it usually brings guilt condemnation and shame to the person and in retrospect if if you really look at it in the right sense it brings guilt condemnation and shame to you because you haven't dealt with your stuff, and you're only reflecting that which you know. And I don't want that anymore. <laughs> it's time to shine the light. You know what I mean? We have a generation now that we need to impact, that if we don't impact this generation, 
it's going to be quite interesting to see how things turn out. And I'm not just talking about America. I'm talking about in the world because there's so many aspects that are going on around the world that we need to come together and stand in the church as the church and be salt and light to this world. That is our calling. Which means if we're going to be salt in life, we got to be flavorful and we've got to shine bright. Which means it's time to deal with our stuff. And we've gone a long time without not dealing with it. And a lot of it comes from wrong thinking. Bad theology, stuff getting twisted. A lot of it comes from that aspect because you're worried about control. You're worried about image. You're worried about these other things that you're not supposed to be worried about. You're worried about power and position. If you want a title, I'll give you one. But don't use it to hurt people. And I think that time's over. I I really, really do, because you're seeing so much stuff happen. You're seeing so many people being exposed, so many people being brought out to a light they don't want to be shining in. Whereas if they would have just dealt with their stuff, they wouldn't be there. You wouldn't see people, ministries, churches fall, collapse, go under because of some of the stuff you had hidden in your closets. Same thing goes for all of the normal people. Like we wouldn't have all of our mistakes being shined. We wouldn't be losing our influence in the workplace. We wouldn't be losing our influence in our families. I mean, I won't even go out there. I'll just talk in our families. If you can't be a light in your family, you definitely aren't going to have it in the workplace. So I want to talk about that freedom. That's the freedom that I want us to to be sharing and talking about. That's the freedom I want us to start looking at and going for. The freedom of, as Paul put, the renewing of your mind. And it's, it's time. It's time. Oddly enough, I really had something set up to where I could have probably went for an hour but I'm not there. It shifted. So I'm just going to bring it down now. I think I think there's times we've already had the Lord show up here. He came and did some awesome things this I I was really questioning whether I needed to even get up and share anything. Cuz he was already here. And that's what it's supposed to be about. It's more about him. It's not about anybody that could come up and talk. I would much rather have him take over the room, but. So I'm just gonna go ahead and shut this down. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for the power of your word. I thank you that you've given us the strength 
to bring our stuff to the light. Holy Spirit, I ask that each and every one of us here and each and every one of us watching guide our hearts into deeper understanding of the things that are in our closets, the things that could be hiding in there that we've forgotten about, the things that we have pushed so far down because of the hurts. Bring those out to our attention so that we can bring them to the light to be healed. For the scars that we've gotten in those wounds will be powerful to others if they're healed. So Lord, I just thank you right now for your guidance through my heart. I thank you. I give you full permission to shine your light in the cracks and crevices of my heart. And I pray that everyone else would have that same thought I thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. Amen. And I thank you for joining us today on Facebook. I thank you for joining us today on YouTube. Um, thank you. Be blessed. Have a wonderful 4th of July. And enjoy it with family. And don't forget to come to the light.